This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Did you offer any foods and scent yeah, of anything? Refreshments. Refreshments will be served. Okay, So we're holding here in the second chelik. Perikavi, bin Yisrovu Masayla. Mirinyonim amukish v'nagasi sparshme hu in Yisrovu Masayla. Shemitzat teva nushi nira hayosam shavim be'emes. So there's nothing physical um, that can distinguish a Jew from an Anjou. But in terms of the expectation, in in as far as what's expected of us, there's no comparison in mitzvah Torah. When if dolim kiminim is half it's almost treated like two different minim. Vehine ata nevoya beinya zebir maspik on a first mashabay mitzdamza zeh on shavuza, and we're going to try to explain in what ways. They are similar, and what way is the difference? They're different. Other Mauritian, Koydem Chetoy, Hayabematsev Olyan Meoid, Mimashar Odamata. So, other Mauritian before the Chet was a whole different diagram. Karbina Zebachelak Alperkimo. Umadregus Hanushius, Lafia Matsevahu, Hayasa Madregan Echbedes Moid. So, Dagus Odom was totally Ruchnius. So there were no Jews and non-Jews. Everybody was in the highest madriga. Adam was Adam, and everybody was who was Adam was Adam, and there was no limit to how far they would they could accomplish. Adam was supposed to have given birth to a certain amount of teladis. So this is interesting because um, the, there was a, um, it, it sounds as if there was a clear cap on how many people are supposed to come out. This lost like that in Chazal, that there's a certain type, there's a certain branching out. In other words, it's not people are not just more people and more people and more people. People are certain branches of a shlemus, and that's what it's up to. All of these Tolodis were carefully, had been carefully calibrated, knows what they should be. Pirush. So he adds a point here, and this is something which I guess could be um, a basis for what he's saying further, and that's as follows. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in his, even his original plan, he had, in his original plan, uh, um, a desire to bring out X amount of neshamas into the world. Each neshama represents a different 
nekuda, a different chilek of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's gilui. And every neshama that comes has a certain quality that no other neshama has. But it wouldn't be just 600,000 neshamas. It would be a tree, like a pyramid, of a neshama that's a sherish, a neshama that's an anaf, and a neshama that's an aleh, a neshama that's a pri, that's a garin. The neshamas come together in an array that is, has a certain pattern to it. So Lamashal, we have 12 shvatim, that's it. We have four groups of three, that's it. We have individual shvatim. We have bate mishpachos. We have different ways of describing a, a, a structure of things coming out and radiating. So in all cases, neshamas would have been like that. And the reason is because if it's coming from one, then there has to be the structure like, like this. It, it's what's the main shayrish, what are the, what are subshrashim, what are, what's the geza, what's the anafim. That's the way in which things radiate from one point. So if, if I'm just throwing out a lot of stuff, then it's, it's no, it has no pattern, no, no arrangement. But when I'm bringing out a certain ekudas, I'm doing it through an arrangement, this is how the arrangement works. Um, when he was choyta, he went down his madrega. And a lot of bad darkness became mixed in. So it, it, and humanity in general went down a lot. No longer appropriate for what they should have been. At best, all man could achieve was Shvacha Madrega. And these are the type of kids that kept coming again and again into the world. Shvacher um, kids on a much lower dagger. The Ra took a tremendous price, a tremendous uh, toll on it, and this is what happened. The Omnam, Afal Pikain, Lechodal me Motsi Bechlal Madrega Samina Nushi Mitzatrosha Miti, Pchinal Yoinem and Apchina. Let's give, so he says over here that even though Adam fell down very low, it wasn't incorrigible. It wasn't something that couldn't be misuken. Let's explain a little bit why and what. Whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu does. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu put down Surah's Adam in a certain way. That Surah became the etzim of what Adam is. And it is a certain, let's call it genetic material. It's a certain metzias. And that genetic material can come and, and become it again. 
So imagine you have somebody who has Rachman um, Sanam Aver that's missing. If we knew how to activate the genetic material, he could regrow an arm. We don't. But in theory, since Mitzad the Sheirish, it's perfect, or it's, or it's whatever it is, a very high madrega, that should always be able to be awakened. There's never a matzav where the thing should be um, far gone. It, 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 so, Lamash, let's take a, let's go back to much of a person. If you have a person and disease or accident has destroyed a very important element, it theoretically, we should be able to redo it. We don't know today how to do it because the body doesn't by itself spontaneously heal anything more than skin or, or superficial flesh, whatever it is. But mitzad, the panemius in your mitzad, what could be so, that's why today if we try to discover how we can get stem cells to, to, to begin again to produce um, you know, whatever they can, it should be possible theoretically. We don't have it lemaisa, but a theory. So Adam was created with a certain germ of a cell, which is um, Tzuras Adam. It, it took a terrible hit in the head, but in no way do we say that it can't, um, that it can't come back to what it was. He gave them a certain amount of time that they can bring themselves up from that madrega and come back to what's good. And Akarish Baruch Hu gave them, gave a certain amount of time for re-establishing. So Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us a, he gave us time to rebuild the Metzias of the world. And like everything else that, if Kaddish Baruch Hu set a process into, set something into motion, he is also going to give a time frame during which it has to happen. Since Akash Baruch wants the world to be misukin, so so um, therefore there's there's going to be a kufa in which we're going to pick out who is the one that's ready to lead it. Um, so uh, let's go back a little bit. In the, in, he's made this point in the very beginning. When he talks about Toiv and Ra, and it's a point that that he feels is is, is very crucial. Like it says over here, whenever a Baruch has a Rutzen Elyon, and his Rutzen Elyon is that the world achieves Shlemus. If that's his Rutzen, there has to be a time when it has to become. On the one hand, he wants us to do it from ourselves, and therefore he gave us Bechira and possibilities of doing it. But since it's his Rutzen also, it means that it's incorporated in, in the world. And this is the concept of a kates for Mashiach to come. Why is there a kates for Mashiach to come? And the answer is because if a Baruch wants it, that means it has to be. He, he wove into it. So 
it's the other way around. It's not the pshat that the world is coming to Tikna Kashbar to decide to put a kates in. Kashbar decided to be sack in the world. He wanted to give us an opportunity to do it on our own. So he gave us a time frame that ad kan, you can do it on your own. But, but, but it's, the, it's the other way around. It starts with the fact that if Akadosh wants the world to go back to what it was, it goes back to what it was. Akadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give us a chance that we should earn it on our own, like all the reasons I said before, and that's when Akadosh Baruch Hu um, is, is so, so that's what Akadosh Baruch Hu allowed for a certain time period. So the Kates is almost the other way around. The Kates is for us to do it ourselves as opposed to Akadosh Baruch Hu to to bring it in, in, into being. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.